Welcome to Palm Vista Community Church. As we continue our series in the book of Psalms, the series is entitled Worship in Technicolor, and we're going through the Psalms so that we might learn how to worship God in Technicolor. That is to say, good days, bad days, sunny days, rainy days, in all the complexities of life. And this morning's message is entitled, The Joy of the Nations, The Joy of of the nations. And our text is Psalm 67. The joy of the nations. Our text is Psalm 67. The joy of the nations is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is what King David was highlighting back in 1000 BC. And he was telling God's people at the time, Israel, under God's covenant, that you are to seek God's blessing. And as God blesses you, You are to sing God's praises, and you're to call the nations to sing God's praises. That's our call today, church. That's the main point of this message on the screen. Seek God's blessing to sing God's praises. Seek God's blessing to sing God's praises. And let's hear how King David wrote this back in 1000 BC, because it's very, very current for us in 2018 AD. Psalm 67 verse 1. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Selah. That your way may be known upon the earth, your saving power among all the nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Selah. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. This song is about singing. Three times we hear the word blessing. Five times we hear the word praise or singing to God. This song's about singing. It's about asking God, seeking God for his blessings and singing then to God his praises and calling the nations to sing with us. Point one, seek God's blessings. Seek God's blessings. Look at verse one. King David very readily says, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. David is seeking God's blessing here and he's doing so remembering Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27 on the screen. Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27. This is now the blessing of God on his people. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless 
them. Here in this passage, you have the main point of all human history. You have the main point of the Bible. This is the storyline of the Bible from beginning to end. For at the garden, when man sinned and was cursed for that sin, and rightly so, God said, I will bring a Savior to reverse the curse and bring the blessing. And then in Abraham's time, 2000 BC, roughly, he said to Abraham, I'm going to choose you, a Hebrew, and through you I will bless all the nations. And then approximately 1500 B.C., as we're marching through history, God spoke to Moses and God said to Moses, lead my people out of bondage in Egypt. And God constituted a nation through Moses and God said, I will bless the nations through you. And then in 1000 B.C., what we've just read here, I believe David wrote this psalm. In 1000 B.C., David Looking down through the corridors of time, first back to Moses 500 years earlier, and Abraham 1,000 years earlier, looks forward to Jesus. Now, he didn't know exactly Jesus like we know today, but he looks forward 1,000 years, and he says, Bless us, O God. Bless us, O God, that the nations may sing your praises. Bless us, O God, that every nation shall declare your glory. The very thing we sang this morning, that last song, your great renown, is the purpose. Why? Because God created us to reflect his glory. God made us to praise him, and we sinned against him by saying, no, I'm going to praise myself. And God said, I'm going to redeem a people for myself, and I'm going to get the glory for myself because God deserves all the glory. And so he brought us to Christ so that we might know God, and we might be rooted in God, and we might have the joy of the Lord, and we might proclaim to the nations that they might have joy. So, so that's what's happening here. That, that God is saying, seek my blessing so that you can then praise me. What does it mean to seek God's blessing? What does it mean to receive what we've just read in Numbers 27? Well, it means Jesus. Because David, looking down to the past, to Moses 500 years earlier, and quoting what I just read in, in Numbers 6.27... He quotes that in Psalm 67.1, then looks forward and by faith, because he was a prophet, is thinking about and preaching Jesus. All through the Psalms, King David, who is a type of Christ, is always looking to Christ. Moses, who is a type of Christ, is always pointing to Christ. See, Jesus is the greater Moses. Jesus is the greater David. Jesus is the fulfillment of the blessing. Christian, seek the blessing of God. And it is only found in Christ. It's not found in your works. God has placed his name upon us, the name of Christian. God has given us redemption. He's forgiven us. He's made us his people. God has blessed us. He's made his face to shine upon us in Christ Jesus our Lord. He's been gracious to us. He's lifted up his countenance upon us and he's blessed us that we might have peace. Peace with him, which is the greatest peace. Without which you can never truly have peace. 
God has kept us in Christ. And he's done that. He said, seek my blessing. Point one, seek my blessing so that you may then proclaim my salvation. Look at verse two. Back to Psalm 67. That your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. So so David is saying, can you put up point one again? David is saying, seek my blessing so that you may proclaim my salvation. Seek my blessing. You're my people. My salvation is upon you because I want you to display that blessing to the nations because ultimately the nations will find their joy in the blessing of the Lord. See, this saving power in verse 2 is none other than the gospel. Romans 1, 16 to 17 on the screen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. We are blessed by God in Christ Jesus our Lord to make this saving power of God known to the nations so that they and we would sing praises to God. Point two, sing praises to God. Look at our text. Look at verse three. Everybody there? Put your finger on verse three. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Look at verse four. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. Look at verse 5. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Do you see it? God bless us so that we can display your saving power. David wasn't sure exactly who it was, but he knew there would be one who would sit on his throne forever and ever and ever, who would reign forever and ever and ever, and that one is Jesus. And he pointed to Jesus. This Jesus would fulfill the promise and the blessing that Moses wrote about in number 6. The very promise of blessing that God promised Abraham back in Genesis 12, I'll bless the nations through you. The very promise of blessing that God gave when man fell in the garden in Genesis 3.15. So we see the purposes of God marching through history, marching through history, marching through history, and marching today right through our church to Turkey. You understand that what you saw on that screen is a fulfillment of this text. The nations... The Turkish people, Samir, Corey Smidgen, from the Northwest, sent by God to Turkey, the cradle of Christendom, the place where all the seven churches of of Revelation existed, the place where Paul first went on his first missionary journeys. And the praises of God were sounding for, forth in the Turkish language this morning. We got a chance to hear it. And the praises of God are sounding forth in the English language this morning. And the praises of God were sounding forth in the Spanish language this morning. And the praises of God are sounding forth in Costa Rica as Kevin and Claudia are there ministering to, to missionaries in the Spanish language. And the praises of God will be sounding forth in Cuba as I go there this Saturday and train pastors for a week on how to preach God's word. And the praises of God are sounding forth in every tongue and every language all over this earth right now. Because God's worth it. You get that? So many of you 
I'm looking at you. And I'm looking in the mirror. Because my parents came from Cuba. To this country, they came to be blessed. My dad and mom came here because they were starving in Cuba. And they were looking for a better life. What God is saying is that instinct to seek a blessing, to be a blessing, is fulfilled in Christ. You will never find your fulfillment apart from that. No matter how much education you get, no matter how high you rise, how nice your house is, how many beautiful cars you have, the ultimate is that you are blessed to be a blessing to the nations, the very nations you've come out of. Does that give you purpose? Life is more than just grinding it out every day to make it. I remember my grandparents who didn't speak any English. They were so concerned that I would make it. Do well in school, Al. Get the best grades you can get, Al. I was at the University of Florida, man. My grandparents were on me. I could never, ever get a B. I mean, if I got a B, I'd get rebuked. And they had to see the report card. Why? Because they understood as immigrants that you got to work hard to get the blessing. But see, what fulfills me is not that I can get the greatest education or the greatest job or the greatest status. Is that I am ultimately blessed in Jesus. Whether I'm working at a gas station somewhere or pushing a broom somewhere. Or whether I'm I'm operating on someone's brain somewhere. Or a high financial guy somewhere. It doesn't matter whether I'm a public safety officer or whether I'm a journalist. It does not matter. Your purpose, you're here. Because God wants to bless you in Christ, that you would be a blessing. And so many of us are here from other nations to go back to our nations. That's what I love about Miami. We're aware of that, aren't we? Like, it's right there in my past. I get to go to that nation that my parents came from, where it's really dark, and I get to be a light for however long, but the ultimate light is Jesus. I'm just revealing what's been revealed down through the ages. And so are you. And so are you. I love what Corey preached a couple of weeks ago, Cindy. I believe it was your quote, so I'm going to give you the credit. Don't wait for the storm to stop. Go out and sing in the rain. How appropriate this week in South Florida. Go out and sing in the rain. That's what God is saying in Psalm 67. Seek my blessing, yes. But seek it so you can then sing my praises and then you call the nations to sing praises with you. Those in Brazil, Nicaragua, Argentina, Iowa. It's a different nation, isn't it? From South Florida anyways. The great nation of Texas. They actually think they're a nation. See, I told you. I knew I'd provoke them over there. Guys, this is what it's about. This is why you're here. You're not here because your parents came here. You're not here because you were fleeing communism. Oh, that's a secondary cause. You're here because God brought you here. To get a real blessing. This is what Peter says on the screen, 1 Peter 1.8. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, him being Christ, now see him, you believe in him. Now look, here we go. 
And rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. The joy of the nations. The joy of the nations isn't a high growth rate economically. The joy of the nations isn't uh, uh, ultimate peace from war. I mean, those are all blessings. But the joy of a nation, the joy of any nation is Christ Jesus the Lord. And when we're saved and we have an eternal reward, we have an eternal glory that God will give us. That's the joy of the nations. That's the joy of those believers in Istanbul this morning. That's the joy of the, of the guys that I'm going to go teach next week in Belasco and in Oriente and near Olguin in Cuba. It'll look very differently than this. First of all, I'll be sweating a lot more than I'm sweating right now. I'm kind of sweating right now, but I'll be bumping around roads and they've had a lot of rain. Ah, can't wait for the humidity and the mosquitoes. That's probably what I love the most right there. But man, I'm going to be preaching to rich people. Rich people. Blessed people. Because they know. They, they, know where, they know what they have. Though they have not seen him, they believe in him. And I'm going with you right there with me. You get that? I'm not going alone. I'm going with Palm Vista. Get that, church. We're with Corey right now. You got that? We don't, we don't act alone. We act in concert. We're a unit. doesn't make any sense if I go alone because it's the body of Christ. It's the people of God. You're going to Cuba with me. You're in Costa Rica with the Abegs. You're in Turkey, right? You're in Istanbul. Can you taste the baklava? Can you smell the Turkish coffee? You are. You are. Thank you. Thank you. Our joy is an abiding joy. Our joy is based on the salvation that God has revealed in Christ. Our joy is Jesus Christ himself. And let me leave you with this scripture as we prepare to worship the Lord anew. Isaiah 52.10. Here's the salvation of God. Here's what we're going to preach. Old Testament, New Testament. Romans 1, Isaiah 52.10. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. Do you get that? Before the eyes of all the nations. Before the eyes of the Turks and the Costa Ricans and the Cubans and the Nicaraguans and the Argentinians and the Bolivians. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. How are they going to see it, church? How are they going to see it? They're going to see it when they watch you sing in the rain. I know it's raining for some of you at work. I know it's raining for some of you at home. I know it is. I know it is. But as you sing in the rain, confident in your blessing in the Lord, confident in Christ, confident in what he's called you to do, as you do that, As Corey preached several weeks ago from Psalm 150, they're going to see the salvation of God. As you persistently cry out to God, as you patiently cry out to God, and as you with praise cry out to God, the message that David preached last Sunday from Psalm 69, they're going to see the salvation of the Lord. Because they're going to see it, they're going to go, what's going on here? If they're Cuban, they'll say, que bola? And we're going to declare... We're going to say, come sing with me. I'm going to resist all Gene Kelly references here to singing in the rain. I'll lose some of you. 
Go look it up. Imagine you're, you're Gene Kelly. You're singing in the rain in Paris. But you're not just entertaining people. And it doesn't even matter how well you sing or dance. It's the one to whom you're singing that matters. The very waves, as David preached last week, that are carrying you out to sea, when we sing and we persistently cry out with praise, those very waves are converted into praise to God. So Psalm 69 says. The very difficulties that are threatening to drown you and take you out to sea, become the very means of praising God. And that is redemptive, and that's of God, and we are involved in that. What a privilege. What meaning that gives to our lives. Well, this psalm ends as it began. Look at verses 6 and 7. It began with blessing. Verse 1, bless us, God. Make your face to shine upon us, God. And it ends with blessing. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Why? So that, or as it says here in the Hebrew translated in English, let all the nations of the earth fear him. To fear him is to praise him. To fear him is to love him. To fear him is to cry out to him persistently, patiently with praise. To fear him is to sing in the rain. I don't fear the rain, I fear him. But it's an attractional fear. It's a reverent love. It's it's an awesome sense of, oh God, I sing to you. Though these waves take me out to sea, I will praise you. Though it rains every day, which it seems like it's been raining every day, I will praise you. Because you're the Lord of the rain. You promise to give us eternal life. This is why Corey is in Turkey right now, in Istanbul. This is why the Abegs are in Costa Rica. This is why the Ellswicks are contemplating returning to war-torn Nicaragua with five little girls. This is why I'm getting on a plane next Saturday and flying to Cuba. This is why you live today, your life, right here, amongst the nations in South Florida. The joy of the Lord is my strength, church. May it be your strength, too because it's fueled by Christ Jesus himself. Let us pray. Worship team, join me up front. Lord, I pray that those who are here this morning that may not know you, they don't know this joy. They know some happiness. They know a temporal pleasure or two. They know a new car, a nice job, a new bicycle, a great relationship. But it's quickly blown away like the fog in the morning. They don't know the deep abiding joy that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. A joy that comes from the root of God himself, the life of God in us by the Spirit. They don't know that joy. Lord, give them that joy. It comes only in you, Jesus, who are the salvation of God revealed. Lived the perfect life, died the sacrificial death, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven. You, Jesus, God the Son. You, God, the Holy Spirit, who reveals Christ, reveal it to them and give them life. And if that's you, respond to God. Cry out to Him this morning. Father, for the believers here, the majority of us, may we, may we look to You and, and know that we have a joy that's a fruit of the very Spirit that indwells us. 
We don't have to try to put a happy face on. The joy of the Lord is the fruit from the root. God himself, even as an apple tree bears apples and an orange tree bears oranges, so a Christian has joy. It has nothing to do with our circumstances. Everything to do with our Savior. Lord, for those that are struggling with depression and discouragement this morning, give them joy from Jesus Lord, I pray that we would, we would sing now of your great renown. Lord, we would sing of your great renown in Christ. Lord, even as we sing this song, may, this be our, may our passion be that the nations would sing of their God. Be done with the idols. Be done with the false gods. They would image you. Bring glory to you and sing praises to you. Let the nations sing. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. May it begin with us this morning, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let us stand. Let us sing of his great renown.